0: We're all living in a world gone geek. It's time to geek hard or go home. The website is fake, but the podcast is real. Here's your host, Grounded Geek.
1: Hey, welcome everyone. Episode six. Episode six is here, though. If you count our bonus episodes, we've done about 10 actually, but there you go. Really racking them up here and a bit of trivia. We've actually had two listens in France. And one in Mexico, so bonjour or buenos dias, merci y gracias for listening. We're grateful that you're listening. That's definitely not my mom. I know she's not in either of those places, so someone other than my mom (laughs) is listening. Um, They're on a VPN. That's right. (laughs) Okay, don't even give her... She doesn't even know how to work Facebook, so I think we're fine. (laughs) Uh, we're grateful for all of our listeners wherever you hail from. Greetings, my name is Jeff, aka Grounded Geek, and welcome to the podcast is real where we dissect the latest doings in pop culture each week with a wonderful panel. This week, the panel Gone Geek consists as per the huge. my good friend and compatriot, Utah Shu. Welcome, Utah. Greetings. Hello. Well, we welcomed listeners and from France and Mexico today. First off, do you speak any foreign languages? Uh, je parle français un petit peu because I took some in high school. All right, the icebreaker today. If you could be fluent in one fantasy or sci fi language, which one would it be? Like from movies, oh, wow. books, comics, whatever.
0: Oh, wow. Um, definitely not McClunky, uh, whatever that language is. You know, I I can't help but think I would really want to learn like Tolkien's Elvish because it sounds so amazing when it's like from the movies. You know, whatever phonetic training the actors had, they just made it sound so great. And it's just um, it just seems like a really flowy thing to learn. So, yeah, absolutely. Again, no McClunky.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. And for our second panel spot, we welcome back writer, editor, web dude, Lou Tambone. Welcome back, Lou. Yes, thank you. All. You had so much Hello. fun. You just couldn't wait to get back here, right? I'm dying. Oh, <laughs> chomping <up a> bit. <laughs> Same question for you. First of all, do you speak <clears> any <throat> actual languages? besides I, uh, Jersey
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Jersey's is its own language uh, Taylor ham, egg and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup that's, that's a Jersey ketchup. thing um, I can uh, Ixnay on the Enut Pei Utter Bay
1: <laughs> gotcha.
2: pay I can do that pretty well but that's
1: about it how about Other than fantasy that? sci-fi okay. if you had a chance to be sci-fi. fluent in one which one would it be
2: um I was gonna say Hatties because you know you want to go, Whoa, ho, 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 right? <laughs> but then also I, I kind of I do I want to learn that I don't know what Jawa's speak if it's the same thing, but they <laughs> run around and go, hotini,
1: hotini, <laughs>
0: hotini,
2: hotini. and hotini. that's uh, I, I'm figuring that's like you know get over here or something. I don't know. I gotta figure that out yet. Yeah.
0: I'll I get feel back like to you. Like it's an expletive or like just oh. a, a, like an exclamation, like gosh darn it.
2: It's like only the bad words. So I have to right. learn just, just the bad it, words. It, it, yep. and it,
0: uh, yeah, and it's like one of those words that can be a noun or verb or, or mm. not. You know what I mean? It's one of those I things, like
1: that if Star Wars was, was was actually translated all of those languages into English, it would... Have more f bombs than Wolf of Wall Street. I guess is what we're saying.
2: Maybe I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like R two D 2s beeps. And exactly. Well, oh, actually, yeah. that's what I'd like to learn how because they uh, all they droid. all understand them, yep. right? Droid. That was yes. gonna be that okay. was
1: gonna be mine too. Yep. I oh, want to be able to I'm know. That's no, one. no, it's fine. Take that back. Take no, it back. no, it's totally fine. That, I I I want to know what in the world R two D two is saying all the time. That would be great. Or mm-hmm. Chewbacca. Either one of those guys would be kind of a ah, interesting a to finally game. really know what they're saying. As far as regular languages, I can sort of translate written Spanish if I have to. It's been fading over the years because I haven't done it in ages, but could I hold a conversation? No, unfortunately. But if I could speak a fantasy or sci-fi language, like I said, Wookiee, Droid, or Astromech, I guess, uh, would be... R2's language, I don't know what that would be considered. Well, it's true,
0: right? Because, like, BB-8 makes different sounds. Yeah, a little bit that, different. That's also considered droid, right?
1: Yeah, I would assume, right?
0: And then, like, D.O. Oh. from the last movie also actually spoke a couple, like, single words. That's true. Yeah, he spoke English, right? right. Yeah. Mixed thank in you. there, so. No,
2: thank you. No, thank you. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Hello. <laughs>
1: Hello.
0: Yeah. The only, J. J. Abrams the, the only other day. one I can think right. of is,
1: is Klingon. And I used to have a Klingon English dictionary back in my college oh, days. So yeah. I was very serious about learning it at one point. i angry. Too angry, I, yeah, too too angry ah. for me. Klingon it's, sounds yeah, like you're swallowing phlegm most of the time. Uh, it's, but, like the, it's like the German of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you both through. on the show. Let's go ahead and get to it. It's time for... This Week in Geek. That's right. It's the time on the show where we take a look at five interesting stories from last week in the world of pop culture... Number one. A new game is afoot, though it's not elementary, my dear Watson. It's more like middle school or maybe even freshman in high school, depending on where you grew up. But a new film on Netflix adapts a series of books by Nancy Springer called The Enola Holmes Mysteries. The books center around Enola Holmes, who happens to be the 14-year-old sister of one Sherlock Holmes. I think I've heard of him. Uh, The film, appropriately titled Enola Holmes, is starring Millie Bobby Brown (laughs) (laughs) of Stranger Things fame as the title character. And. Henry Cavill, as her older brother, Sherlock. Their mother is played by Helena Bonham Carter, and uh, apparently she disappears, and her brother, Sherlock and, of course, Mycroft, Mycroft. assume it was voluntary and are ready to ship Enola off to boarding school, but she shall have none of that, sirs, and decides to run away to London. She has adventures that with the brothers and blah, blah, blah. It's a fun new, new young female take on the classic series. And it resulted in a popular series of books, which is now a film. Personally, I love Sherlock Holmes. I love a good mystery. And I love this idea as a father of girls. I uh, They're all older now, but I was always in search of strong young female heroes to encourage them with in pop culture. And here's one for a new generation. I kind of hope it does well. What do you guys think? Have you seen the trailer for this or not the trailer? Sorry, it's just pictures and stuff revealed so far.
0: No, I haven't. Yeah, I was going to say there's a trailer. I was looking for it earlier today
1: um, and I was kind of disappointed
0: that it, it doesn't exist yet. I love the idea. I love that uh, Millie Brown is uh, starring in it. I was pleasantly surprised that Henry Cavill is playing Sherlock. Mm-hmm. He seems a little a little buff to be Sherlock, at least in, <laughs> in my mind. And so, yeah, I I like the premise. Uh, I like the fact that they're kind of expanding the whole Sherlock Holmes kind of mythology and world. Uh, I find it funny that uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's estate is actually suing, I find that most interesting because I wasn't aware that the last, I guess the last 10 stories of the Sherlock Holmes books are are still copyright protected and owned by the estate, whereas the first 50 or so are public domain. And so they're suing because this Sherlock resembles the Sherlock from the last 10 stories that he wrote. It's mind-boggling to me.
1: Because he has emotions. Right. That's the, that's the legal uh, defense, which is he didn't. in the other <laughs> ones, he was very and they, they, they right. were he was very
0: aloof and kind of like
1: And in the in the later stories, uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle gave him more personality. He started he started opening up to Watson and some things like that, I guess. And so the fact that they you anytime you show Sherlock having an emotion, you've officially broken the uh, copyright law. Which is interesting because, uh, well, mm. and I also
0: assume that the estate was were, has been involved in all the other Sherlock's, uh, all the other Sherlock productions. You know, mm-hmm. The two that I, most recently that I really enjoy are, of course, uh, Benedict Cumberbunch. I'm sorry, Cumberbatch. Um, <laughs> Cumberbunch. <laughs> uh, that Sherlock that he did uh, nice. on BBC, which I thought that series was spectacular. And then, of course, yeah. the... Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s version on the big screen. And so the estate was involved with both of those. So I guess they were okay with showing him because both of those Sherlock's showed some emotion, I think. I don't think he was way too aloof. And so I find it interesting that I guess maybe Netflix thought this is not a Sherlock Holmes story per se. So we're just going to go ahead and.
1: Well, they got the rights from the author of the books. Right, Nancy. But Springer. she's also being but she's being named, named as, as one of the defendants. Yeah, but those books have been around for a little while. So where where is Yeah, that's another an an thing too. Time?
0: Is what's what's the what's the statute of limitations on something like this? I, I don't know. It's
1: an interesting an interesting case. And
0: it's too bad too, because uh everything sounds great. The cast sounds great. Uh the idea, the premise behind it sounds great. Uh, from the pictures, it looks like the production value is, you know, right up there with typical Netflix. So. Yeah, it's
1: got indoor archery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's like shooting an arrow and indoors that could always, that's right. always fun. I, she also looks like she's looking at the camera, almost like she's breaking the fourth wall. And I wonder if that happens. Cause that could be an interesting mm. idea. If this character is a Sherlock who actually breaks the fourth wall and maybe we're kind of the Watson in these situations, that'd be kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I think it looks kind of fun. Is Watson even in this one? I don't know. Did they mention Watson at all. I don't not, know. Not in the, not in any of the stuff that I read so far.
2: Yeah. I didn't know there were books, so I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, I, I saw the pictures and I was all excited. I thought this was a great idea and yeah. I like Henry Cavill. So
1: yeah, yeah, that's
2: going to be fun. He's a good dude. I he will watch it.
0: A, he doesn't have the mustache this time.
2: Well, they can always add that later. It's all good. Or take they've, it out.
0: I feel like it's easier for them to add it than to remove it.
2: Sure. I mean, you know, they can just remove all his hair. <laughs> yeah, you know, It's all good. Make him bald.
1: I and did mention that hat. she was 14, um, but I think they've aged her up to 16 in the film to match. Oh, uh, is
2: that how old she really is? Yeah, like, she's I don't know 16, how old she is. So, okay, that's so, cool. Wow.
1: I think it seems like she was just eleven a few a years bit.
0: ago.
2: I think it's kind of. I think it's. A I pretty think she's cool still going
1: to be eleven next year.
0: I think she's still going to be eleven next year.
2: Uh oh, I see what you did there. Number two.
1: All right, you don't have to be a sci-fi fan to have heard the name Asimov. His name is synonymous with science fiction. Having written and edited more than five hundred some books in his lifetime. Coined some of the most enduring sci-fi terms or rules, including words like robotics and positronic, three laws of robotics, which have all been used and adapted in various ways to countless other works by other creators. His contributions to how robots work in sci-fi is significant, but perhaps... His most seminal work was the sprawling epic series of books, eventually seven in all, called Foundation. In 1966, it won the Hugo for all-time best series, and not even all the books were out at that time. It was just a trilogy when it won that. But uh, he returned and expanded them in the 80s and 90s, and they've been trying to develop this into films or a series for a long time. A lot of people think that it's just too massive or too expansive and spans too many years to ever really properly adapt, but now Apple TV is where it's going to finally land. The trailer dropped and holy cow, if it doesn't look amazing.
0: Yeah, it looked great. It really, really looked great. And it was only like, what, a minute and a half of just, you know, snippets. But yeah, wow, the production value on this is is really, really great. I remember reading the Foundation series, starting to, I never finished it, but I remember starting the first couple of books uh, back in high school And uh, I was already a big Asimov fan. I read his, uh, my first Asimov was the iRobot series of short stories, Mm -hmm. which really affected me in terms of, oh, that's really cool. Artificial intelligence. And, and the three laws of robotics have always been an interesting sort of philosophy to wrap around with and try to figure out if that's how it should be. Um, I love the whole aspect of what's a sentient being and do robots count when they are self-aware anyways. But yeah. The foundation series, seven books. I, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, you know what? I will watch this so that I don't have to finish the series.
1: <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel like I, I feel like I started the first book ages ago. I don't think I ever finished it and not because it wasn't good. It just was, you know, there was just so a, much. There's a lot of stuff there. What yeah. about you, T?
2: I did read them. Uh, I read not all of them. I, I think there were weren't there three in the beginning? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I remember the trilogy. First. Yeah. The, yeah, Harry Seldon. I think yeah, I remember reading the th- like the main three, and I, I think that's where I stopped. Uh, and they, and it did really kind of, you know, almost it's almost as if they weren't even that connected. Like he was just like they stole this time, and yes. it was like the characters. I don't. I can't remember it all. There was like one had all that stuff with Harry Seldon, and the that was his name, right? Harry Seldon. Yeah,
0: Harry Seldon. Like, Seldon.
2: The yeah. predictive.
0: Uh, yeah, the guy know, who, yeah. The who came up with that psycho, psycho- science or whatever. Uh, or? Yeah, I can't remember psycho history the um, yep. his psycho history another that was word it.
1: that he coined
0: <laughs> yeah
2: so that was all really cool and then i think there was another book and it had like the it was like the mule or something was one of the characters and it was just like yeah. I, I was all, all confused and I, I i read it and i liked it but i that was years ago and i forgot it but the but like you're saying i like that they took a serious tone with it and it mm-hmm. wasn't like this kind of goofy like a logan's run kind of thing it was it was very like it looked a little dark to me actually i, I, yeah. I kind of serious dark and serious and i like those outfits and the design really cool reminded me of like uh like um i don't know what kind of like um like the new blade runner kind of like in a way it was very kind of dark yeah, and serious like gritty. the way it's filmed not not the look of it but the way it's filmed and the way it's it's it very, very it's, it's not going to be yeah they're not going to be like giant love stories and all kinds of stuff i mean they may, but not <laughs> it's not going to take over the whole thing
1: right right so
2: yeah. I, I just think it's going to be cool
1: and it's got a great uh, writing pedigree, too. David S. Goyer is behind this series, I guess, who brought us... Uh...
2: Yeah, it depends on who you talk to. Some people don't like <laughs> he, him. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> goes... Uh, up I think through. he's cool. But yeah. Some people don't like... It. You're like... Oh! Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm okay it, with it. Yeah. It could
1: have been Damon Lindelof, and then I would have a problem.
0: Well, okay, I'll give you that. Um,
1: although, <laughs> although I, he completely has redeemed himself with Watchmen. Gosh, that series was so good. Oh, I still have to. But have I've have had issues that. with Lindelof. Uh, Lindelof was my Newman for the longest time. I would always, whenever somebody would bring up something or a movie would get ruined, I'd be like, Lindelof. That was my thing. But uh, it was, and it wasn't his fault. I'm just like, I it, it had something to do with it. Um, but no, he uh, and he's he's great. He's I'm. Um, it's a little thing between me and him. He doesn't know it. Just me and him. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I I blame him for Lost. I blamed him for the ruining the Alien series and those kind of things. Poor guy. Um, he's actually quite brilliant. And he's written some really good stuff. But he just he gets the brunt of my jokes, unfortunately. For that. Um yeah. but can we just I mean this is coming to Apple TV next year and next can, year. can we just talk about how Apple TV is kind of killing it right now? I don't know if you guys have it, but I have Apple TV and I was a little like oh great you know what but since it's come out I have actually watched a bunch of shows that I that I love on this channel there's there's a show right now going on called home before dark which is absolutely brilliant central park is a musical from the makers of bob's burgers and it has half the cast of hamilton in it and uh it's it's flipping hilarious the music is genius it's just really good show mythic quest from the folks behind uh uh, always sunny in philadelphia servant Uh truth be told is another one they're all just great series and then they've got the Beastie Boy story by Spike Jones. They've got oh, yeah. uh, Greyhound. They're getting Greyhound, which was supposed to go right, to the theaters. Right, the Tom Hanks movie. But, right. that, but that's going you know, straight to Apple TV because of COVID and all that. So, yeah, it's killing it. And then they've got Amazing Stories, which people have, uh, I haven't actually watched oh, yet, which is surprising. I haven't watched I it I love either, that but... show. And, But
0: I love the old old Spielberg series. I've been holding
1: off because I'm waiting for my family to watch it with me. I feel like it's going to be one of those shows. But uh, people are not uh, as thrilled about it as apparently. But I I haven't Mm. seen it, so I'm not going to say anything. Oh, and Fraggle Rock. There you go. Fraggle Rock. It's awesome. Fraggle Rock. (laughs) On Apple TV. Coming.
2: Number three.
1: And speaking of Central Park, I did just earlier. It was in the news this week as well as another animated show from Netflix, Big Mouth, because actresses from each of the series this past week stepped down from roles they were playing. The reason is because the two women, Kristen Bell from Central Park and Jenny Slate from Big Mouth are both white and the characters they were playing were biracial. And Slate said black voices must be heard and she walked away from the show. Kristen Bell also, though the show has said that they will find a new character to keep Kristen around, but they're going to recast the character that she played. This is a certainly a great step. Folks on Twitter, of course, are divided. Of course, saying folks on Twitter is divided is like saying water is wet. (laughs) Um, There are a lot of folks arguing that it's just voices. Black voices play white characters or other can't blah, blah, blah. The whole it's just it's a mess over there as usual. But this is about representation of a marginalized group. And there are enough white characters to go around. This is a whole nother thing. But casting a minority character with a non-minority is it's just a form of privilege at its core. And it further marginalizes people, which, of course, is wrong. So good on them. This is a great step in the right direction. Hopefully we'll get to a point where those casting decisions wouldn't have occurred in the first place. So hopefully we'll get to the point where Mm -hmm. those decisions will, will be just natural. It won't be something we have to backtrack and fix later. What do you guys think?
2: I don't know. I think sometimes it has to do with who knows who Mm -hmm. and who's worked with whom in the past and all that kind of thing. Like, you know, look at those, all those Tim Burton movies. I mean, how many times has he used the same, People. Same uh, you know it's like the same So like it could have been maybe she worked with Someone in the past who's involved On the show and they said let's bring in Kristen But it, it probably was that innocent It had nothing to do with Sure thinking of you know race or anything like that but uh, this whole how it happens i don't know we're not there we we don't really know but uh, i think the, the good thing about this is that no matter you can take the debate in any direction oh it's the voices don't matter the people the colors don't matter blah 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 it's just cartoons yada yada you don't see them you don't care I, it doesn't really matter it's it's it uh it's the point right it makes right. a point, yeah, and it exactly takes a right. stand. And they and they were smart enough to say, "This isn't cool. I know it's not cool." So I'm just gonna. I got enough stuff to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's let right. somebody else who who needs a shot yeah. do this, Absolutely. and then I'll go do something else, or I'll do something else on the show, or whatever you need. I'm here, but I'm gonna step aside and make a statement about it, and and say that, and try to help. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be cool. And to me, that's, that's a good thing. No matter what, which way the debate goes, people can Debated up and down. I don't really care. It's, I think it's think it's, it's a, I think it's a cool thing to do.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, the fact that both of these actresses took it upon themselves—it wasn't like something from the production staff down or the studio yeah. down. It was right. the these people, you know, said that I don't need to be here. Uh, I want to give this opportunity to someone who can better represent the character. And like like you said, Lou, you know, people can fall on either side of this debate, but the 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 intent is there. And, and I like the fact that people are recognizing that this is a thing that representation is important, uh, even if it's just a voice actor. I think the knowledge of that uh, voice actor uh, playing a part that uh, represents better the character uh, makes sense. And I think that's a good step as small as it may be. I think it's a good step. I wish Emma Stone did that for her movie, but that's a different <laughs> that's a different podcast.
1: Well, and and it's not the first time we've seen that happen either. Remember uh, when they were casting for the new Hellboy, and there was a, um, and I thought that was a really interesting story. The guy went in for casting, white guy, gets the part, has never read a Hellboy comic. Which always bugs me when these guys have no idea what they're doing, but they have their actors and they do a good job. So it's a, but I'm just like have I mean, you know, research. I love I love that they I like to see someone that has some sort of history with the characters. You said this and about Solo too. Oh, don't even start it on on what's his face. <laughs> no, uh, the what was that guy's name? <laughs> the one that I was gonna riot if he got the role. Uh, he's the, he played, he was eventually in Fantastic Four. He played Reed Richards. Um, oh, he's in Whiplash. Miles he's a Teller. great, yeah. He's, he's I love a, him as an actor. It's not a Miles. knock on him. I love him as an actor. I thought he was brilliant in Whiplash, but oh, yeah. he actually admitted he had, you don't like Whiplash. I thought no, I like great. the movie. Oh, I don't okay. like
2: him as an actor. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't think he's very good.
1: I, I think he's he's fine. I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. But but he you you know, know, but he drummer. admitted that he had never seen Star Wars. And first of all, I was like, I'm you know. Uh, you know, that's that that was hard for me to believe. But again, he's a different generation. It's a another ball game. But um anyway, don't get me started on that. But anyway, back Sorry. to Hellboy. <laughs> the guy went in and uh Todd, I'm gonna cut all of that out. <laughs> Why? Miles Teller might be a guest someday. I don't want that to get out. No, I've already ruined my chances with Lindelof. I want to get, I want to at least get Miles Teller on the show. We're burning bridges left and
0: <laughs> right. Now. Just, awesome. just blame me, the Y Man.
1: But no, the 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 guy gets the role in Hellboy, then finds out the character in the comics is actually an Asian character, and he and somebody told him and said, "Hey, dude, that dude's Asian. Why are you playing it?" And he was like oh, well, that's not right. And he resigned. Like he just, he's like, okay, they hadn't started production. He's like, well, that doesn't make sense. And he stepped down and they gave it to an Asian guy. Of course, the movie ended up not being great, which is not, um, uh, not, you it's know. all his fault. No, it's, it's no, no. His fault. But, uh, so I'm, but not a whole lot of people, you know, apparently saw that role, unfortunately, but, uh, <laughs> uh the guy who did who was in it was was great actually i thought he was one of the highlights in the movie so yeah i just i think it's neat people are stepping up they're realizing they're starting to think they're making choices based on um their their hearts instead of their wallets and i think that's the that's a great great thing to see
2: number 4
1: new movies are coming new movies are coming last week we found out some films are going back into production matrix 4 has resumed production in berlin but What about the movies already finished that were supposed to be released already? Well, here's a quick rundown. We know that black widow was supposed to come out this summer in may. Actually, it's been a little while. Um, We're supposed to be getting black widow, November 6, 2020. We'll see. One of the reasons that I wanted to talk about this because movies that have been moved, keep getting moved even further. In fact, Tenet was actually just moved again. Gosh darn it. It was moved from July to July 31st. Now it's in August. It just keeps going. And I'm like, eventually, you know, are we ever going to, doesn't it involve some sort of time travel thing too? Like, isn't it actually mess uh, with time? Uh, uh,
0: Christopher Nolan has been on record as stating it has, doesn't have time travel. Okay. Now
1: something related to time. But
0: there's definitely something related to time because when the lady says you're not shooting a bullet, you're catching a bullet or you're retrieving it. I, I don't know. Some times involved, but he yeah. says it's not travel.
1: Well, it keeps moving around in time on the calendar of 2020, but that's it's a, uh, palindrome. a whole it, The whole thing, movie's
0: right? a palindrome.
1: <laughs> it's um, the same
0: forward and back.
1: Other movies that were supposed to come out this summer, Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to Top Gun was supposed to come out in June. Now they're looking at a Christmas release for Top Top Gun <laughs> Maverick. Merry Christmas. It's going to become a Christmas Let's movie. Let's play some volleyball with Val Like Kilmer. Die Hard. <laughs> Uh, it, yeah that could be, no well it's got to have christmas in it we'll see.
0: Oh that's true. Okay.
1: Um what else there was <laughs> Mulan yeah, I mean,
0: got pushed back too. Mulan got pushed
1: back. I mean Star back.
2: Wars could have been a christmas movie if you put it out in december right?
1: right? That's true. Yes. Um Mulan was moved from March which was supposed to be a, a long time ago. Uh supposed to be July who's 24. Directing that?
2: What's that? Who's, do, you know, do you know who's directing that? Who directed that?
1: Mulan?
0: Some Mulan, Asian. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about it. Some Asian directed no, okay. it. Uh, Donnie Yen is in it, though.
1: Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it looks like I it mean, looks.
0: It really looks good. It's it Mulan without Produ- the music. Value. Without, yeah, it looks
1: cool without the Eddie Murphy dragon. Um, yes, maybe. Ugh maybe without the cricket there's a i think there's a phoenix or something
0: instead there's a there's a there's a, a sorceress a that turns into like a big black okay. bird or a crow yeah. i just oh, i, I almost trailer. I, like,
2: I almost wish it came out before the animated one because i would have liked to see this one first
0: yeah. yeah you know yes yeah i was i was excited about mulan the original uh, because i just love the fact that disney was actually making an asian story with asian characters and the asian cast i mean come on ming na wen mm-hmm. who looks exactly the same now as she did yeah. then. That's another podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I was disappointed in the fact that they really watered down kind of the, the main story of it and, and really kind of made it into a, a Disney happy-go-luckly Broadway musical versus what they're doing now, which I think is brilliant. I love what they're doing now. I can't wait to see it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry for the sidebar.
1: No, that's fine. Um, so uh, F9, which is the fast is saga, tornado? they're just calling it now, <laughs> Fast Fast and the Furious. Uh, <laughs> That was supposed Vin to come Diesel out again. That was supposed to come out in May and is now going to be in April of next year. I mean, we got to wait until next oh. year for that one.
2: And, and that's not and, that's, and no one cares. That's <laughs> a very that's a very <laughs> fast North Wonder years.
1: Woman's great. She was supposed to come out in June, then was moved to August. Now we're talking about October, October second yeah. for Wonder Woman. That I, no. I, I am looking I'm very, man. very so
2: curious about that. I yeah. really like that first one. I want to know how Steve is there. Yeah, that's it, man. I'm like, how they bringing him? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I'm right Jordan
1: Peele produced Candyman was supposed to come out in June. That doesn't seem like a summer movie for me. I, mean, I feel like those are that's definitely in October. Definitely, movie. definitely do better in the Baby. fall, right? So they're actually moving it to September 25th. So I don't know if it, if they're moving it because of COVID or if they finally realize this is probably not shouldn't be going up against Black it's, Widow. Come
2: on, it's going to be the feel good movie of the summer. Yeah, come on. Um, it, it does look like a feel good
1: movie. Definitely needs to be moved to the fall. Um, yeah. So that that could, we'll that yeah. could actually help that. The, next, the final Purge, the forever Purge, has been moved Wait, from July purge 10th movie? to pretty much nobody knows. It's just gone. It's no Is longer it on any pre- release. Pre- what? Yeah. Maybe because oh. they're worried that we might be going through it. <laughs> Right, a little. It might hit a little too close to home. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it's just uh, it's gone. So it was originally slated for July 10th, and now it's slated for never. So we'll see. Maybe it's going to
2: go on like a streaming service. Yeah, or something. it could be.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been completely dropped from releases. Uh, Ghostbusters was supposed to come out in July, and uh, yeah. it's coming out next year. Now that's another one that's next I year. Jungle Cruise one. with the Rock that's coming out next year. Quiet place. I have to Part admit that's,
0: that trailer looked funny. Yeah. And Dwayne Johnson is a charismatic character and Emily Blunt. Oh, yeah. She's awesome.
1: Like, I'm i looking forward to that one. Yeah, that looks good. The Rock is always entertaining, though. I don't he always is. Find he's,
0: it. He's, I, I have to admit, it's like, you know even what? Even the
1: movies that should be terrible, I still end up enjoying right. for some reason. Like even like, um, the- did you see Rampage? And, no,
0: I haven't. But I heard one, that it actually was good.
1: The one where he is in the skyscraper, like the almost like a ripoff of uh, yeah, the Die Hard movie. I saw both of those on an airplane because it's the whenever I'm on the airplane going overseas, I watch the movies I wouldn't pay to see in the theater. <laughs> like that's the way that I end them. and that's so the way I would. And, but I ended up enjoying both of them for what they were. They're very, um, you know. Anyway, so Jungle Cruise coming out next year now. Um, but you mentioned Emily Blunt. She's in a quiet place part two. That's now been moved to September. At least we're still getting it this year. So that should be good. And the one that's really we'll got me, really got me bummed is uh, on June 26th, then Manuel Miranda's In the Heights oh, was supposed yeah. to come out. And now instead of moving it until later in the year, it's actually not coming out till next June, which is really disappointing to me. Oh, so I
0: didn't realize they pushed off a whole year. All
1: the way till 2021. In fact, lin Miranda just tweeted about it today too and said, see you next year, basically. for that well, that's one. So. Un-
0: that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but uh, I am looking forward to that one. I love yeah, that that's musical a, that's quite a lot.
0: It's a great musical. The cast looks great. Number five.
1: Now, this is rumor, but it's been making the rounds in a number of reputable sites. And keep in mind, some sites are just not reputable. Not every rumor you see out there has any basis in legitimacy. A couple of sites to avoid, but always, always check to see how vague your sources are and whether those vague sources have been wildly incorrect before. The The, the rumor we're talking about is Michael Keaton coming back uh, as Batman. That's the one that appears to be true. There's enough legitimate sources out there actually Reporting this, that hopefully it's true and it's really just down to them making a deal. So if he doesn't make a deal, Mm -hmm. it might go through. But there's there's a part for him in the next Flash movie. They're going to try to do Flashpoint, potentially, Mm. and involve some alternate realities. In which case, boom, Michael Keaton is Batman again and the world Uh, rejoices. And so that is something that could be really cool. I got to say, this is very exciting. If Ezra Miller is making a flash film, he's not making it. He's in it. He's the flash. Even that movie is surrounded (laughs) in rumor though, right? (laughs) That may or may not actually be happening. The whole thing is a rumor. Um, It's one big rumor. But Michael Keaton is potentially going to appear as Batman. Again, in the comics, they explore the alternate realities and flashpoint. It could very well be a fun way to bring the Keaton Bruce Wayne into the DCEU which has already decided to be looser than anything that the mcu has done so just, <laughs> they're finally just owning that right yeah we're not trying to be mcu we're owning our loose our loose timelines and we're just we're making just movies making guys movies. just get with the program and have some fun and that's where joker comes from and those other right but uh this could be fun I, how excited are you guys to see keaton don the batman suit again
0: Oh, so excited. Michael Keaton was one of my, he's one of my favorite Bruce Wayne Batmans. You know, you want, you want to get nuts? Let's get, we, let's get nuts. <laughs> I remember when it was first announced back in the days before the internet, it was first announced that Michael Keaton was cast and everybody that I knew was poo-pooing the idea. Like really a comedian? I mean, he doesn't even look like a superhero. And I go, oh, no, I think that's brilliant. I think that's a great idea. I can't wait to see it. And it exceeded all my expectations. I thought he was great. So to see him revisit the role, and is he going to have the same bat suit? Is he going to have the same, you know? That's, can't, they don't, nobody can't, knows yet. Because, you know, the, one of the things that I loved and I laughed at even back then was the fact that he couldn't turn his head. He had to turn his whole body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm all for it. If they can, I don't care how small of a part it is. I think he was brilliant as Bruce Wayne Batman. And uh, I would love to see him reprise that role.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I go, well, that, I do think they'd probably change the suit around a little bit, so he'd be a little more. So he'd turn his head. You know, it'd be kind (laughs) of nice. It's probably in his contract. I'll come back if if give me a suit where I can move, because you know the guy's got to like see stuff coming, right? I know
0: you've done it before.
2: Yeah, yeah. Come on. Um. But yeah, no, it's 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 a great thing. Now, now the, the 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 uh, I guess the umbrella around all this is that dc and we'll talk I, I don't know i'll mention the dceu i and as a sidebar i'm sorry to go off in another direction i i heard that D, the whole dceu is not it's not really a term that's like a right like the mcu was was is that's a thing but the dceu thing. was like people just made it up yeah right. and then they keep mm-hmm. holding warner bros and whoever to this thing the dceu sure. is supposed to do and it's like there is none what are you right. talking about <laughs> right that's so i don't sure. know if that's true i i
1: that's Let's what I, that that's feet, what I guys. meant by being loose, right? They're just like we're right. just making movies, guys. <laughs> like this yeah, is-
2: like why why are you holding <laughs> it? Like everyone assumes it has to be this shared universe, and it would be nice if they did, but if they don't, I don't really care but people kind of like hold Marvel to this thing and they say, well, you have to do list. And then if they did that, they would say, well, you're just copying. And then if they do something different, they go, Oh, you, you can't do what they did. Ha ha ha. You're doing something else. Okay, whatever. Anyway, sidebar on that. Um, put a pin in that for another discussion, another podcast, as they, as they say in the office, <laughs> put, put a, put uh, a, put a pin in that. Um, we'll circle back, we'll table that discussion. I think that the, that the, the Marvel, um, uh, not Marvel DC and, um, Warner Brothers and all them have it have a unique opportunity here to sort of, if they wanted to go in that direction of of like a Marvel type of universe shared thing, this is the, the thing to do it. Now I'm not a, a huge fan of uh, doing these films and then doing some kind of event like right out of the gate. Like why why not? Like even even Justice League was a little bit rushed. Like it was like they did a couple of movies and boom. It was know, like, oh it Hang was on a very, second. Hang, it on, hang was
1: on. Very rushed. Now, now I a I'm, little bit has got to be an understatement. Yeah.
0: <laughs> talk, but, talk about Fast and Furious.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now I'm one of those stupid people. I like all those films. Like I like them all. So everybody, everybody's like, eh, I'm "Sucking." I'm like, ah, I liked them. I had fun. Anyway, so um, I just think that they have a unique uh, opportunity here to do this. If they're going to do this Flashpoint thing. And I hate to use the R word, but it could be like a reboot in a way, like a soft reboot maybe. Mm-hmm. And sure. they can they can bring in that new Suicide Squad, which is f- going to be phenomenal, I think. And they can do they can kind of get this stuff all together in, in one big pool, get the new Wonder Woman in there, and, and then kind of get a cohesive thing, and then maybe introduce the multiverse and all that stuff, so that it, it kind of makes everything come together. And you could say, well, these things that happened before with Affleck and whatever, they were over here, you know, and now we're doing this and maybe the flash is like the key to it all. Like he kind of goes from universe to universe or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. That does give them a lot of options.
2: I I think it, I think it's a very strategic move. And you guys were talking like, if it happens, I don't know if it's going to happen. I think it's going forward. I think, I think they're, they're going to do it. And uh, it would be, I don't know. I just think it would be interesting. But again, how do you, how do you just jump in with a big event like that Mm -hmm. with established characters and things like you have to so so that's that's maybe the key in bringing back established characters that we've already seen like michael keaton's batman so we already know that exists it's already been done it's not tied to this universe yet but now it will be you know and 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 now we can have a batman and we have all these things right so so kids who watch this as their first movie won't be as confused you know maybe i don't know i'm excited i'm just totally stoked about this so i'm I'm ready to go
0: i'm definitely much more excited about flashpoint now Mm -hmm. Mm Sure. With that news, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: It truly could be epic. And all this talk about Batman has me also remembering we lost a phenomenal director this past week, Joel Schumacher. Mm. Rest in peace. And all his Batman films certainly generate some controversy in geek circles as far as, like, whether they're uh, good or not. And I'm glad this is not a a video (laughs) podcast so you you guys don't have to see what I'm seeing right now. But uh, (laughs) the... They're part of the Batman catalog, and they're part of what we're discussing at, after the break. So don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to discuss Batman, Batman on film. We're going to rank the films. We're going to rank the Batman. Holy list makers, Batman! We'll be spending some quality time in Gotham up next. Hey, everybody, we hope you're enjoying the podcast is real, which is the official podcast here at World Gone Geek. We hope you enjoy the website worldgonegeek.com, which is a parody and satire site of pop culture news. We really enjoy doing it. So we hope that you enjoy reading it and listening to the podcast. But many of you have asked, how can you help? What can you do to support the podcast? Well, most importantly, spread the word. Let people know what's going on. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, share the tweets, share the posts, share the grams, whatever. All of those things go a long way in letting people know that we're here. People jump on these things and listen to podcasts mostly via word of mouth. So tell people what we're doing. We'd love that. Another way you can support us is by, in your favorite podcast app, find a way to give us a review. Give us five stars, uh, tell people that you like what we're talking about, whatever. But if you were to vote, especially on Apple podcasts and on Spotify, if you were just to click those favorite buttons or those stars, that would be huge. It helps us rise up the list. It helps us be noticed by more people and therefore more people will start to listen. And finally, if you'd like to get involved in a really concrete way, we do have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash worldgungeek. We have several tiers there where you can actually support the podcast financially, even as low as $2 a month. Did you know that if we ended up with 10 patrons at just $2 a month, that would help pay for one of the hosting costs for one of the things that we're doing here. So we would love it if you'd be able to do that. We totally understand if you can't. There's plenty of other ways to help, as I said before. But I do want to let you guys know about the Patreon account because right now this would be a sponsor break and we don't have any sponsors yet because we just got started. We're just getting rolling. Once we have a lot more listeners and a lot more of a following, we could maybe look into that. But in the meantime, we'd love to have your support in all the ways that I just described. If there's any of those things that you feel in your heart that you'd like to do to be a part of the show, we'd appreciate it. Most importantly, though, I am so glad that you are listening. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this podcast and listening because that means uh, the world to me. We're not just talking out into the air that there are people on the other end actually appreciating what we do. Thanks so much for being there. Let's get back to the show. All right, we're back, but the podcast is real with me uh, still on the panel, Utah Shu and Lou Tambone. And we have been having a great time talking about all the news and stuff that's going on in, uh, pop culture this past week but now we are going to stop and take a break and talk about one of my favorite superheroes of all time he was created by bob Kane and bill finger the batman made his first appearance in detective okay. comics number 27 in 1939 and he was evolved over time and his origin driven to bring justice to criminals by the death of his parents was in number 31 and about a year later in 1940 he was joined by the boy wonder robin so we'd have someone to talk to that's literally why, so that he could have his, a Watson. <laughs> so he, I'm, I'm not kidding. That was yeah. the, they're yeah, like, they he needs somebody dialogue. Yep, to dialogue, dialogue with. Out. Yeah. Uh, let's give him a, a teenager in his underwear uh, wearing. Uh, <laughs> okay. The, the, okay.
0: Okay. Stop right there, please. Thank you.
1: And then actually in, in issue 38, he gunned down some giants or whatever. And that was the last mm-hmm. time Batman ever used guns or killed anybody, which has obviously changed in some of these movies, and uh, depending on what you consider a gun and what you consider killing i guess <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's been interesting the rest is history he existed in countless comic incarnations films cartoons he's a founding member of the justice league and is arguably one of the most well-known and beloved comic book characters of all time Up there was superman and spider-man in fact he's the only reason i had any dc comics ever like i was never a huge fan of soups or any other dc characters for me it was make so mine marvel and Batman, and Batman. <laughs> that, yeah. that was how no, I'm it was. right there with you. Batman I religiously is. watched reruns of the 1960s TV show. I love that 1960s film, The Shark Repellent, and the, the, <laughs> and the, the I'm telling you, the tensest moment in the movie bomb, and, right? and ever made in movies, like no one's been able to top it. He's it trying to get rid of the bomb, Batman right? trying to get rid of the bomb, right? Like it took that was the, the greatest greatest sequence in film history. And they're like, is like the a, best. A
0: duck and the duck, ducklings. He's like, oh.
1: Oh. and of course his line, and the nuns, Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Oh my gosh. Adam West. <laughs> yes. He's the best. But even though the campy elements were not the dark and gritty detective that I'd come to love in the late seventies and eighties, I still, I still loved that uh, take on it. And then in 1989, <laughs> Tim Burton finally brought the dark Knight to life on film. And after that films went through varying degrees of dark and camp kind of mixtures and finally resulting in Christopher Nolan's trilogy and the current rather awkward attempts to create what uh fans that's are awkward. calling a DCEU but isn't actually but that's a, a thing. good word awkward yeah but today we're going to test the movies and rank them and then finally towards the end we're actually going to rank the Batman, the men who betrayed him on screen and let's start with you Utah
0: okay when I thought about ranking the Batman movies that have been in the theater uh Mask of the Phantasm instantly popped in my head there's something about well first off the story is excellent uh it's just really well written the premise is great and the fact that and the animation style because it's you know based in the 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 first batman animated series with that very art deco Mm. vibe to it and then you've got that great voice cast the voice cast is outstanding in this and so mask of the phantasm pops up as as probably the batman movie that i've seen in the theater that that i really really truly enjoy but in 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 these top two or three that's really really close after mask of the phantasm is is christopher nolan's dark knight heath ledger's joker was fantastic um i like the fact that batman could turn his head but that's a really nitpicky thing (laughs) i'm still on that I, i i'm never gonna let it go um but i i I like Nolan's take on on the whole uh, kind of realist, realistic, realistic, uh, gritty sort of dark um, uh, vibe to it. And, uh, you know, people can say what they want about Christian Bale's Batman voice, but I thought he did a great job as Bruce Wayne Batman. <laughs> um, and then the whole story, the whole story of The Dark Knight, I thought was really compelling about how the Joker was betting on people just being bad at their core and he was wrong, so... Uh, and then after that, Tim Burton's Batman because Tim Burton brought Batman to the big screen in a big way. Uh, and I love the whole Gothic, uh, the, the whole Gothic design to it. And um, that Batmobile I think is my favorite.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we should have ranked the Batmobiles too. I didn't even think of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we should, but that Batmobile I think was my favorite of all of them. Um, there's a certain style to it. And then the artistic direction for all of Burton's Batman movies Um was really, I really, really enjoyed. Uh, and then, you know, Jack Nicholson was a pretty good Joker. I mean, he wasn't bad. Actually, he was pretty good. And Prince, with his soundtrack, really just kind of hit hit the Batman movie out of the park for me. And then after that, it becomes like Batman Begins, uh, Batman Returns, Lego Batman's up there, uh, six, the, the original 60s Batman with Adam West where he can't get rid of the bomb. There's just something about <laughs> that movie that just, you know, really warms my heart. That's great. Uh, everything's labeled everything has a label that's
1: like, been, that's the best part
0: a label that's way too so big for funny. the for the button like yeah. because Wh- whose job is that to make those labels right <laughs> even in the batmobile the batmobile buttons had the steering wheel i'm pretty sure had a label that said steering wheel. On it. i mean it's just with <laughs> that bat wheel that <laughs> bat wheel exactly it was just so you know um and and you know sadly well uh schumacher's batman films i just i i just don't like so uh, May he, rest in peace. he had other really great films though, mm-hmm. but I, I really didn't enjoy his, his, his Batman movies. He did what two? Yeah. See, I don't even remember two.
1: <laughs> Batman forever and Batman vs Superman. I, two, or, I mean, yeah. Batman, yeah. Robin. Batman, yeah. Robin, that's right. He got to direct two different Batman.
0: So there you go. There, that, that's just kind of my quick rundown. Maybe not so quick. Sorry. How would you rank
2: uh, those Lou? Yeah, I would, Um, uh, I'm kind of on this. I don't have a strict ranking. But I, I do. I think I kind of put them into groups, though, because I don't know if it's fair to to rank the campier ones with the Nolan stuff. Because I I do like. I am more of a fan of of the realistic pragmatic sort of stuff that could, could happen in the here and now than I am the goofy outrageous sort of thing. But but I do like those as well. And I, I, I think that they're just two different types of entertainment in a way. Mm-hmm. So um, when you take the 60 show, you know it's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, and I really do enjoy that. I, I enjoy that. And the, and the movie, the 60s you know the, the Batman movie with the bomb, of course. <laughs> it was the bomb. And, and the um, yes, the Sharker uh, so, I, I enjoy those for what they are. And I put the, I, I, in my mind, the, the Batman films went on a journey. So, they, they were goofy and campy because they, they came out of comic books. And I guess people thought they have to be goofy, little kitty or goofy and accessible and whatever and then the, you get to you get through the 60s then you get to Tim Burton and it's really really cool and I think he married that sort of mm-hmm. stuff together he had the campy he had a little bit of serious he kind of like threw it all together and then his wild designs which are just outrageous and colorful Not, for, for a guy who does a lot of black and white stuff there's a lot of color in there too like he did a lot of, he, he really has a, a great visual mind so those movies were fun and then it goes into the Schumacher stuff he try, it feels like he tried to take take the reins and do do his version of of a of a, a Burton thing but it didn't work yeah it didn't it didn't work but you know if you want the, the it, those two actually felt more like the the old show to me like they were mm-hmm. just so goofy oh, and sense. random yeah,
0: they were very campy
2: yeah just, and maybe that's what he was trying to do yeah. i don't know maybe yeah, that's what they possible. told him to do who knows right so anyway those those aside i'm not saying i like those better than anything else cuz they're clearly not great but th- i think you have to kind of put those in in one bucket and then they get more serious after that after the schumacher stuff you know and then you get into the the batman begins and the, the dark knight and the dark knight rises and I, I think you know i'm gonna say something controversial what yeah so don't don't uh, everybody hate on me and please please don't yell at jeff and utah I am gonna say that I I liked the Joker. Uh, I am not like one of those people that gushes over his over the Heath Ledger thing. Uh, I think it was good. I think it was great for the film, but he's not my favorite. Like he didn't feel like the crazy Joker to me. He felt crazy in a real world insane way, but he didn't. It wasn't his the I needed a little bit more of of the maniac of the of the Nicholson's like the the, the kind of goofy like that like even though it was a serious movie, like I needed a little more of that goofy stuff, you know, and not so much the the, the the hard, uh violent nutball, you know, like he was. I mean I liked I did like it and I think it was great for the film. So I will just also say that. But I don't gush over it. <clears throat> and I don't go, Oh my god, that was the best Joker ever. Because I don't I don't know if I agree with that. Mark if Hammond's I look at the history Joker. of the Joker and I take him out of that and I compare it to all the Joker history, I'm I'm a little bit like mm. I don't know. So that's just my own take on that. But I did like those the Nolan films. I think they're fantastic. I, I like those. And I'm also one of those idiots that also likes the uh the, the Affleck stuff. So you can yell at me f- that I'll let you yell at me for. I don't really know. care. I think I, he was great.
0: I didn't like the films he was in, but I thought Ben Affleck was a good Batman Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he played like the role well.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I thought he, he really – he was one of those ones kind of – we were talking before about how when Keaton – was you were saying when Keaton was cast and everybody went, oh, a comedian, I don't know. Like when I heard Ben Affleck's going to be Bruce Wayne, I was like, oof, I don't know about that. But man, was I wrong. Like I really think he did a – he just – it just felt really good. And he felt like like the Frank Miller-ish version in a way too. Like yeah. he, had the, he was kind of he like a little old, bit bigger. He and he like he was kind built a little bigger and the, yeah. the suit was bigger. It just felt like – I don't know. I, re- I really got a kick out of that. And, um, no, uh, I dug it. Yeah. And I, I mean, you can say what you want about the films, but I did like it. But but as far as favorites, and I know I'm going on a little long here, Um, I still think Keaton is my guy. Like, I just, I just something about the way he is in that role and the way he played it and his mannerisms and stuff. Like, he you really, I just really bought it. I believed it give him a better suit. And it's like, woof, off to the races. I'm good. Yeah. That's Even why I'm now. so
0: excited. That's why I'm so excited about seeing him in flashpoint. Uh, if yep. that really comes to fruition, I would, I would love to see that role again. I would love to see yeah. that character again.
2: Yep. I am on board with that. So I don't know if I missed anything, but that's kind of where I'm at with the, the bat rankings.
1: So I, I was kind of like you, but I, then I decided that I would just go ahead and put him in an order. Um, okay. based on how entertaining and entertained I was by them, regardless of whether or not they, you know, one was campier, or one was the other, but I was like you, I was like, can you really compare <laughs> and, Batman yeah. forever to the dark night. You know what I mean? Like those, well, you could, uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but they're, they're very different. It's like, well, but it's like comparing, you know, ghostbusters to poltergeist. Right. I mean, it's just two different like oh, right. styles they're of ghost movies of things. Yeah. Right. And so that mm-hmm. was kind of yeah. the way I look at it. So I, but it, I went back to like, well, if I had to pick which ones to watch in, in order like to enjoy of enjoyment, this is where I ended up. So I started, I ended up starting with Batman, the first one, 1989, and I, and I, 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 at first I wasn't quite sure cause it was a real close between this and the second one, but then I, I think nostalgia kind of kicked in and I'm like, this was the first one. This is what I went and saw in the theater multiple times and. And just really loved. Mm -hmm. And so that was the 1989 Batman. We'll get to Michael Keaton as Batman when we rank them here in a minute, but but I very much enjoyed that movie. The second one for me is The Dark Knight. Like Utah, I'm a big fan of Heath Ledger's turn on the Joker. I do agree with you, Lou, how it doesn't have some of the the zaniness that even the darkest jokers have in the comics. They still have that level of, you know, there's I mean the guy makes gas that makes people smile and laugh themselves to death. You know what I mean? And things like that, like that was something that, that wasn't, but again, I know what Nolan obviously was going for a much more realistic maniac here. And he certainly fit that role. And so I, I, I really love that one. I love the way that story unfolds. I love all the characters in it. Everybody. I just think that's a really great movie, let alone a Batman movie. Right. So that was my number Mm -hmm. two. And then Batman Begins falls in right after that because I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a great way to to launch us into that story. And then I went with The Dark Knight Rises. So Nolan kind of rounds out in my top four. Like he gets all of his movies up there for me. The only one that topped it out was, was the Tim Burton one. And that's because, again, I don't know if it was nostalgia or if I just really I think it the Tim Burton one I think is a great conglomeration of a little bit of the camp and a lot of the dark night. And it's so it's like, and I feel like Jack Nicholson was almost like this, like a crazier uh, Cesar Romero. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was yep, like, yep. what if Cesar Romero was homicidal? Like not just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. He was and, turned up to 11. S- exactly. And yeah. so I, I feel like that's what Jack Nicholson was going for. And maybe even what Tim Burton asked him for, but that, so I think that's kind of why it's got it just enough of both, but not too much of the camp, like Schumacher's where it falls apart. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's why I think it's number one for me. So after The Dark Knight Rises, the Batman movie 1966 pops in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Above above a lot of the other ones, which again, it's a completely different type of movie, but again, from the enjoyment factor, it's just if if I had to put one of these DVDs in, you know what I mean, this would be the the one I would uh this would be the one I would pick over the next four. Well, so after that it becomes Batman Returns, which isn't bad. I'm not knocking it but it was not as good as the first one this was the first movie that started the trend of too many bad guys yes um yes. and yep. uh and so that was a problem for me it also took some wild leaps from the comics which i'm okay with uh um, for the origins yeah but then but then but if you're gonna do it at least do it in a way that i like and i don't i thought the Catwoman one was not well done even though she was great as Catwoman, that's not what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer was great as Catwoman. Yeah, it was. Right. It was the way more the, the way the character acted and became Catwoman it, that didn't work for me. And then, but, but I kind of liked the weird right. Penguin version. You know what I mean? Like, so was, yeah. it's, that yeah, movie's yeah. weird. It's like it's like I don't know where to fall in that. It, it's just it's all over yeah. the place. That's I think that's yeah. why it's not one of my favorites. But it's got Christopher Walken in it, and he makes everything oh, better. Yes. That's so true. Uh, <laughs> anytime Christopher Walken <laughs> is in something, I I. I always end up enjoying it a little bit more for some reason. Uh, So I'm going to credit him for being a large part of that. But anyway, Batman Returns. Then you've got Batman Forever. That's the one with, uh, because even though it's campy and crazy and Jim Carrey's one, right? uh, Yeah. I actually thought Val Kilmer was fine. And I thought uh, Jim Carrey was actually kind of a lot of fun. I thought he was great as the Riddler. mm -hmm, I hated Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face, which is why this is. That's the main reason this is so low Other than the fact that it was not as good But I mean, um, he readily admitted He never read the comics Or knew who the character was And he didn't even research it really before the role even, Either, like, it's like, okay, fine, you've never heard of him Now go find out who he is And don't be some ridiculous whatever you were supposed to be And and again, Tommy Lee Jones Great actor, but what, yeah, what is that role? Yeah, it just why? didn't work
2: Especially when uh, it was Billy D in the previous film Yeah, right? and that's the it's other thing to, too Like, hello like,
1: yeah, but everybody yeah. else had changed too, so it was different. Uh, you know, I yeah, would have love to
2: see Billy. I, I would like to see Billy. I would like to see that too. How would that, that? That would have been, been so great. interesting.
1: But anyway, yeah. So Tommy Lee was was one of the main reasons that I was because I actually enjoyed Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey in just about anything. Yeah, he was he was fine. He yeah. was Jim Carrey, and I. But he also he He, was, also, he, was good he for the played role. a dark yeah. a dark role too, and I loved at the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. when he's imprisoned and he's talking, you know, as they're doing like going away from him, you start to realize just how good of an actor Jim Carrey really is. Like he can, mm-hmm. he is a crazy goofball, but he has a lot of talent and is able to, he can play that dark character if he needs to. So I would love to see him get a better shot in like, you know, like a Nolan film or something where he could actually be the dark guy. After that it becomes Batman versus Superman for me. And um, like you uh, guys said, I'm the same way. I, I thought Ben Affleck was great. The problems I have with Batman versus Superman and Justice League have nothing to do with the performers that are cast in those movies. I think those guys do what they can with what they have, except for one casting choice, which we won't get into. But uh, I just, Lex Luthor was totally miscast. And as much as Jesse oh, Eisenberg yeah. is a decent actor, he was. It was yeah. miscast as Lex Luthor. I'm Lutheran. not a fan. Um, it was a
2: weird, weird cast yeah, situation. It did not work that. as
1: Lex Luthor for me at all. And that was um a problem. No, the problems I have yeah. with Batman versus Superman are are story driven and you know, trying to smash too much, trying to do too much too fast, rushing everything. That was, you know. Martha. And uh Martha was ridiculous. And yeah, there's just it wasn't Everybody well thought hates out. That. Everybody
2: hates it. I I I it didn't even hit me till I saw it. And it, and they said and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh that's pretty cool and everybody was like that's so stupid i'm going oh i thought that was kind of neat I'm, I'm an idiot no, I it's, 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 <laughs> no it's
1: it's like, just it's uh, just a weird coincidence a weird coink- that, coink- that, right? yeah but yeah. why would that weird ding like co- just be suddenly be in i don't know it just if there's so many other ways that could have been yeah. resolved that felt the weakest i guess is what yeah I,
2: I i guess but even i was kind of like oh yeah. wow like <laughs> Like it stopped, it made me stop and think too, when it was, they, they were stopping and thinking and I was like, Oh yeah, look yeah. at that. That could, Ooh. And then, and then all of a sudden everybody hated it. So
1: <laughs> and sorry,
2: then- sorry, Zack Snyder. <laughs>
1: And then finally, at the end of Batman and Robin is probably the worst Batman movie that I've ever seen in my life. And that, that,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad, man. Uh, Arnold's, it's from Arnold Schwarzenegger I, you know, to... Uh, man, oh. is it, man, is it funny, though. It is. Like, it, just, it is.
1: All right. Chill. You yeah. Know, like,
2: oh, my God. Hot, All the so puns. Bad. Oh, it's great. It, it, and, and, it went and double down the on movie? the camp.
1: And it just yes. like... But it, yeah. but it didn't do it well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was just... Yeah. It's... It's still entertaining to watch because of how bad it is. That's, you know, whereas the camp in 1966 is fun to watch because it's fun. You know, they mm-hmm. knew and they were intending to be campy and they did it. You know what I mean? And this, it was like, I think they were still intending to be campy, but they, they didn't do it well. Like it was like, no. it's not well done.
0: I feel like they didn't really commit, but I do remember, I actually do remember laughing at at Robin using the holy, holy, whatever Batman line. <laughs> I forget what it was. Were they cli- they yeah. were climbing into the lair or something? Yeah. It was
1: like holy metal, Batman or something. Holy like metal, that. yeah. And it was like actual it, yeah. metal that was. And it was actual with it.
0: holes in it, yeah.
2: And why is it that everyone in the world just can find the Batcave? It's just like they just roll down the step, right? It just sounds like, like, oh look, it's the Batcave. Right. Yeah.
0: So- somebody is not doing their job if the Batcave <laughs> is so that? easily accessible.
2: Wasn't it like the, when they had what's her name was Batgirl and uh, she was like,
0: oh yeah, from Clueless.
2: They're like, oh. Yeah, and were like, so "Oh, well, how'd you know that?" And she's like, "Oh, I found the back cave." <laughs> you know, yeah. and, like, and they were like, "Okay," yeah, like, It's like, "What?" Did they look at Alfred and go, <laughs> "Was it you?" Was it me? And, and uh, ob- the obvious. We should talk. We should we should talk about Alfreds too. By the way, at some point. Yeah, we, that's yeah? true. The, I really did. I really like Jeremy Irons as angry Alfred. I thought he was great.
1: Yeah. I like him. I like Michael yes. Caine. I did like the yeah. Alfred in, uh, uh, all the Alfreds have been decent. All the Alfreds have been I've good. enjoyed them. Yeah,
2: You should see the, the ones in the forties serials. They're horrible. That's funny.
1: The best one <laughs> is, is in 1966. I used to love it whenever Batman and, and, uh, Bruce Wayne needed to be someplace at the same time. And Alfred would have to wear the costume. Did you ever see that one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And it was like, nobody yeah. knows. You know, here's the, the, it's Alfred no wearing notice. the Batman costume. <laughs> yeah. And Adam West is Bruce Wayne at that point. Yeah. That's
2: I, I like when he would call, call them and they, they, he'd have to have them talk to somebody. So he'd put the two phones the two together, phones together. <laughs> and like have them talk to each
1: other. <laughs> Alfred yeah. was a genius. Man. Oh, They're fantastic. What about Batman? Like who is your, who is your uh, all time? I think you may have already Admitted, which one is yours, Lou? Right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm good with Keaton, but I, I really did like ben Affleck. I got, I got to admit, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I, I just, I just thought he did a great job, like especially as Bruce Wayne, and and that's where I usually look to. I look to the Bruce Wayne side of it as opposed to the anybody put the suit on and Does run it's, on. And, and then they got that they got stuff, people doing sense. stuff, and it's right. like whatever, like I. But it's the Bruce Wayne part that really gets me, and I, I Affleck sold it, man. Like I really felt a lot of his. That's you know, pain and emotion and, and, yeah. and even in justice league is that when he was going around trying to recruit everybody like he was really like the driving force in there i just thought i, I thought he did a great job but i but i enjoyed like you for the same reason jeff for the same reason you said is that when it came out 89 i was like 19 and i had a buddy who worked at a theater so i i mean i was going to see that movie like yeah. just as much as oh, i yeah. could it was great
1: yeah, yeah. yeah i, I I think I would say, what would you think? well I'm just gonna just to, to touch on what you said before I almost wondered like uh, when I was trying to think of it the only, I was wondering do we divide this between best Batman and best Bruce Wayne because I don't think they're necessarily the same actor because you said uh, Michael Keaton for Batman so did I. But I don't think Michael Keaton was a great Bruce Wayne. That's always been my complaint. Like, as Bruce Wayne, he's still Michael Keaton. And I love Michael Keaton. That's not a knock. But it just, like, he didn't come across as the suave debonair. Like, I, but Ben Affleck did. Like, Ben Affleck was the kind of the businessman, the guy, you know, because Bruce Wayne is supposed to be this playboy, who, which Michael Keaton can do. But he he didn't just, he didn't strike me as the, the businessman like B- Batman or Bruce Wayne is supposed to be like stockier or, or square jawed. And that was just yeah. not Michael Keaton. So that, I guess that's the
0: way it might not be the same. That's yeah, go true. Ahead, Utah. Um, no, I was going to say that. Uh, and, and this is kind of weird because for me, Kevin Conroy and Mar- Mark Hamill are like the best Batman and mm-hmm. Joker in my mind, because mm-hmm. just, just their voices are so ingrained uh, for me as being like kind of the epitome of those characters. Mark Hamill's Joker is just outstanding. Um, but anyways, in terms of, I don't know, best Batman, uh, I think Lou's right. You, you make a great point that it's really the Bruce Wayne that's going to matter because anybody can put the suit on. We, we just talked about Alfred putting the suit on for crying out loud <laughs> and nobody noticed. So, um, I do like Ben Affleck's, uh, uh, turn in, 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 as Bruce Wayne. Um, I really bought into him being, you know, uh, kind of weathered and worn and a little cynical and. And I, I bought into his pain seeing the buildings come down and, and his anger at, at Superman because of all the collateral damage and everything else. I really, his performance really brought me into that, that kind of character. Um, and I thought he was great. I mean, he really, he really pulled it off in my opinion. Um, Christian Bale was okay, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, I don't know. I, I think Ben Affleck is, is really top on there. I think George Clooney would have been great if he was in a better movie. But
2: yeah, maybe. Yeah, he, him, may, maybe. But Wait, I, what, I, I'm, I disagree with um, Jeff a little bit on the on key bit of it, though. Like, I, I actually liked him as Bruce Wayne. I thought he was kind of cool. Like, he was a little bit broken. You know, yeah. you, you could tell he was a little, he was always a little conflicted. Whereas, the other people were except for except for with the exception of Affleck. I'm talking about, you know, like he, you could really see that he was he was like a mentally, like he could snap at any moment. But he but he was still kind of like walk around his house like, oh, I've never been in this room before. Like you know, like like he was jokey and kind of like a little bit. You know, he had a little bit of the of the Playboy thing, but it wasn't like right on his sleeve. Right, yeah, I, I like that, and he was into Vicky Vale and all that stuff. You know, so there was <laughs> like there was some stuff going on. But I, I, I enjoyed him as Bruce Wayne. I thought he had a, a, a demeanor that was pretty cool. Although I, I agree with you a little bit, though, that he he didn't have, quite have that same look. Right. But I didn't care. I think care. that's what I'm I just up thought on. The movie, the movie was so good, I didn't care. Yeah. You know, I was like, this that's is fair. great. That's I, fair. I Like, if they would have put him in 20 movies, I would have watched all 20, no matter sure. how bad they were.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the same. And I think, and again, it, 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 I think it really comes down, like I said, the look. It's just like he can't he never struck me as bruce wayne but no he's as an actor no he's fine i I will not picking on how he portrayed the character um because yeah i still think it's it's still my favorite batman movie so i have no nothing to complain about it. i just think like when i look at bruce wayne or i look at the comics Michael Keaton is not who you see. No, you yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> And I think, yeah. and I think that's why people were so confused and,
0: uh, exact, Yes. when he was that's, cast. That's why. Yeah.
1: Um, because I yeah. counted myself among them. I was like, really? And, it, and it's not because he's a comedian to me, at least, you know, because any comedians are some of the best actors, actually. Comedy yep. is a lot harder than drama. And so as, as, they will say who they are. I don't know, but they say it. And it just, he didn't 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 look look. like Bruce Wayne to me. I was like, what is this? And like you said, you put him in the suit and it could be anybody, but but anyway, yeah, no, I still think he's probably still my favorite one. I think, I think I would go Michael Keaton, maybe then Adam West (laughs) for a totally different take. (laughs) And then Christian Bale and Ben Affleck are both. I mean, I I really did like Christian Bale quite a bit. And again, for me, it comes down to, to when they take the suit off. Are they still Bruce Wayne? That was my, where I was trying to judge. And I think Christian Bale did a fine job, but again, and I think, I think you just even may have edged Ben Affleck even higher on my list. When you described when the buildings were falling, when, when, when he was in metropolis, I forgot about that scene. And now that I'm remembering like the other stuff that he's done as Bruce Wayne, um, like he just got an opportunity to do a lot more. Like, like that's Batman. Like I I can see, like, we know he's gone after Superman. We know that, you know, I've read enough comics to know that Batman has a contingency plan for Superman, for every possible contingency, mm-hmm. for every possible villain, for everybody. He's he's, mm-hmm. he's outfought everyone in the DC universe, right? He's, right.
0: he's the best detective. That's right? why
1: everybody says, oh, Superman is the greatest and will beat, uh, you know, Batman. But no, I'm like, you don't, you've totally underestimated Batman if you think that he can't take on most of these villains.
0: Yeah, he's that's like why, the Sherlock Holmes of yeah, the DC universe. Like
1: he, he, no, he yeah. can't mano a mano beat Superman. But I bet you he can find a way to beat him. You know what I mean? That's that's Batman. That's that's why I love him so much. And that was yeah. that was coming across in that. That was the I, Bruce Wayne I, from the comics. So I he was like the, he was, Ben yeah, Affleck,
2: he was, he was doing like some sleuthing in those Batman, and Superman, mm-hmm. and all that when he was like kind of trying to figure out who Wonder Woman was and sneaking around. And <laughs> and yeah, he just, had all those files. He just, just know, wanders I, downstairs
1: I into yeah. the server I'm room. So, there's you know, no security. The,
2: yeah, nobody. She nobody cut out. She his. she outsmarted him a little bit. Well, the yeah. whole security thing. I mean, you never know. Like he could. Hey, Alfred, shut off all the cameras. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah, but this, is this is Lex Luthor's. Yeah. This is Lex Luthor's place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: well, I-, I,
2: like I get it, but it like, was a little, in a, in a, it was a little in a campy Batman way. You can almost see <laughs> sure, it happening right. off. Like, it's like he fun. could figure out it. He could figure out how to do it fine. Right. I they, could they, let that didn't go. Didn't use
0: the old. Oh, I thought that. Ba- I thought that bathroom was this way. Didn't he? Use yeah, yeah, that yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. Like it was something
2: like that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I like the fact. I like that thing with like him and her. Were kind of like.
1: Yeah, I like, like the kind of kind
2: sort of out each other a little bit, and it, and then you know they end up being friends, of course. But uh, yeah, I, I like that they gave him things like that to do, where he was snooping around and being a little bit of a detective. I, I think that's cool. But They don't do enough of that in the movies. They, in the video games, they do. The games are great. Oh, where the he's like trying to out stuff and he sees yeah. like using his detective skills that's cool they should put some of that in the, in the film I
1: would love to see the Arkham games turn, uh, turned into, turn into a, a, a movie film yeah. series of some kind Oh my gosh yeah, yeah.
0: those yeah. the stories uh the stories are really well done
1: and they've so got I, Kevin Conroy and a lot of, so, <laughs> a
0: lot
2: of characters know. though. A lot of characters yep. gotta watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. A little that's too characters. many. It's like yeah. everybody's in there.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, and, well you couldn't course, do the whole game. The game, I no, mean, the no, game no, itself no. takes, you know, it's like four games 19 across across or 20 entire... hours to complete. So you would have to like, I, I just mean set in that type of, you know, uh, environment with those types of characters. Right. You know, cause I thought the games did it so, so, so well. They did do, do it so well. Yeah. And then, of
0: course, we'll have to revisit because, you know, Robert Pattinson is going to be. Yeah, so we'll be back to cowl. talk
1: more about Batman next year because that's when the Batman is finally going to be released we'll find out if he sparkles or not. I don't think he does. I think it's yeah. I actually, I actually Only have the sun. A, I actually have high hopes for this. I am yeah, not going to yeah. I'm not going to comment on whether Robert Pattinson is good enough for this role. He's a, actually a really good it's actor. He's a great. Actor. I think he is. Yeah. yeah I, think I, he's don't, fun. I don't I don't know. I'm not a fan of Twilight. I think those are terrible movies I don't yeah. think he was great mm-hmm. in them, but I've seen him in other things. The guy knows what he's doing and Absolutely. I, I yeah. you know to, to speculate this early is ridiculous. Um, it's just the silly. costumes that we've s- seen so far shot in a red light look like a, a daredevil <laughs> trailer versus Batman. Oof. So that was a little weird. But, um, yeah, we'll have to. I, I'm going to wait until we see judge. something. And I'm actually excited about the fact that they that that he's promised that this is going to be more detective style. Yeah. Uh, so There's. I am looking forward to that so yeah, that's more, more
0: of year one i think is yeah what he
1: was that would about. be fantastic i would love so, to see something like that yep so that's been our conversation on batman there's so much more we could talk about obviously we, we need to do a whole podcast just to talk about which alfred is the best one um but which we do batmobile? need to and keaton's, which keaton's batmobile is the best batmobile followed closely by 1966 batmobile I think. yeah i think those two um, are yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that was to. a love great it. car I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank to Utah for being with me again. He's always here and willing, and I appreciate that. For it being rid of here.
0: Thank you, and uh,
1: <laughs> Lou. Thank you again for coming and joining us. Uh, we've got something in the works. We're going to talk after the podcast. We got another show possibly coming your way. So be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at World Gun Geek and jump on the Facebook page to chat with us. If you'd like to help us keep the podcast going, there's our Patreon page at Patreon.com/slash World Geek where there's several tiers of support and opportunities to grab some exclusive swag join us next week we're going full Hamilton. fan hamilton premieres on disney plus and utah and i are serious like really seriously obsessed fans of hamilton so we will be talking extensively about that Uh, so bring the ukulele utah don't miss it (laughs) be excellent to each other people and wherever you can make a difference please do so we'll see you next time
0: the podcast is real is a world Gone geek production.